Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Of the akhlaq of the believer is that the believer honors his guests. Our Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Man kana yu'minu billahi wal yawmil akhiri falyukrim daifahu. Whoever believes in Allah and the last day, then let him show honor to his guest. So today, inshallah, instead of me lecturing, I will implement this hadith and I will show honor to our noble and esteemed guest, Shaykh Umar Suleiman, who is making his way, inshallah ta'ala, here. And as he's walking up, he comes from the faraway land of Wadi Al Qura, Valley Ranch, huh? faraway land. Uh, and we're very honored to host him, inshallah, today at uh, Epic. So, Faliyatafaddal Mashkuran. Inshallah ta'ala, before I get started, I just wanted to first and foremost just say Jazakumullah khaira. Uh, Jazakallah khair, Shaykh Yasir, for your kind words and uh, inviting me to, uh, to stand here today. Uh, it's, it's very noble of you, and I pray that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala unite the hearts of the believers always and unite the communities from within and unite the masajid, inshallah ta'ala, across the various. Uh, Places here in Dallas as well as across the country, inshallah ta'ala. So, Jazakallah khair, Akhil Kareem, Dr. Yasser, for having me. Jazakallah khair, Sheikh Nadim, uh, for being here every time I've been here, alhamdulillah. I don't think I've ever missed you here. Jazakallah khair, Sheikh Mohammed, for doing the pitch uh, for Yaqeen, which I'm sure was better than anything that I could have done. And I pray that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala open the hearts of the brothers and, uh, and sisters here. You know, I know that we're not doing the hand raising, but I hope inshallah you've benefited from the content of Yaqeen, which is always free, bidnillahi ta'ala, and always for the benefit of our community, inshallah ta'ala. And I pray that what you give tonight, inshallah ta'ala, is just as much as you would have given had we asked for the hands raised, because all that happens is that we take the donations and we create more content, bidnillahi ta'ala. So please do donate on your way out. I don't know where Hafid Sajjad went. Where did Hafid Sajjad go? He's in the room, hiding, okay. Jazakallah khair, Hafiz Sajjad. I'm not sure if you hear me back there. And to the entire community here, uh, subhanAllah, I'm going to be speaking about shukr in a minute, but I almost cried just driving in here. I'm serious. It was so deeply emotional to be uh, sent around by the cops around the masjid over and over again uh, and to see the amount of cars because I was just remembering a few years ago, subhanAllah, we were fundraising for this, this masjid. Unbelievable, unbelievable, uh, absolutely unbelievable and stunning. And some of the faces I don't even recognize here, but may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala allow us to recognize each other in paradise. <laughs> Allahumma ameen. But make sure that you thank the volunteers, the staff, the people that have been a part of building this masjid, the people that are working behind the scenes, the people that are working the, the volunteering. I can't imagine what a logistical task it is to prepare the iftars or to prepare the parking here. Make sure that you thank everyone. Don't, don't take it for granted that the guy running around outside to find parking and to direct traffic is just doing that. Don't take that for granted. Actually go up to them one night and just say, Jazakallah khair, I've noticed you doing this and I want to thank you because this is amazing, amazing work. So may Allah bless this community of epic. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless this masjid. 
May Allah keep the fitan far away from this community, always, and far away from our greater community. SubhanAllah, as we're seeing what's happening all over the world right now, one thing that our brothers and sisters in Palestine and in India and wherever they are need us to be is united. They need us to be united for them. Because the more distracted we are by disunity, the less we can be united in supporting them. And so may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala remove all the hard feelings and anything between the hearts of the believers and guide us collectively towards that which is pleasing to him. Allahumma ameen. Tayyib, I'll start inshallah ta'ala. Bismillah, alhamdulillah, wa salatu wa salamu wa rasulullah wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa man wala. Inshallah ta'ala, I won't take uh, too long, but just to, bi'idnillahi ta'ala, speak about this concept of shukr in a way that hopefully we can actually understand the concept better and manifest this concept, this quality of gratitude in the most beautiful of ways. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَقَلِيلًا مِنْ عِبَادِيَ الشَّكُورِ Very few of my servants are going to be grateful people. It is the most beautiful quality. It should be the most natural quality. Because as the Prophet ﷺ taught us that love Allah because of the blessings that He provides to you. Naturally, Allah provides you blessings, so you should feel a sense of gratitude to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So it's a natural reaction to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But even with Allah, very few servants of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala are going to be grateful people. We have guided man to two paths. Either they are people of shukr, they are people of gratitude, or they are the opposite of that, kafura, you know, exceedingly ungrateful, disbelievers. And the opposite extreme of shukr is kufr, is disbelief, complete disbelief with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Now this is with Allah azza wa jal, when it comes to people, how we treat people in our lives. Two narrations from the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, both narrated from Abu Hurairah radiallahu ta'ala anhu, the most famous one, Man la nas la Whoever does not thank the people does not thank Allah. Whoever does not show gratitude to people does not show gratitude to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Also from Abu Hurairah radiallahu ta'ala anhu that the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, La yashkurullah. He does not thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Man la nas. Whoever does not thank the people. Meaning, there is no way that you can possibly possibly be grateful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and not be grateful to the people. You can't manifest that quality. You can't claim it. And subhanAllah, so many of these narrations then make sense. The woman who went to hellfire, right, because she was abusive to her neighbors. She was a woman that used to pray a lot. She was a woman that used to fast a lot. She was a woman that gave a lot of sadaqah, right? But there's a disconnect in her relationship to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and how that then translates to her relationship with the people. And so how can a person be abusive and be foul and be ugly towards those around them and claim that they are devoted awliya, righteous, loving servants of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make us amongst his awliya. Allahumma ameen. So I'll give you three things inshallah ta'ala to hopefully be able to take this concept home with all the other wonderful qualities you've been learning about the qualities of the believer. Number one, gratitude is with the heart, with the tongue, and with our deeds. Gratitude is with the heart, with the tongue, and with our deeds. Okay? Ash-shukr bil-qalb is that you actually feel a sense of gratitude. And in order for you to actually feel a sense of gratitude, you have to contemplate on those blessings. And so sometimes you actually have to take a step back and appreciate what's been done for you, what's been given to you, even by the people in your life. 
You know, the believer connects things in their life. They're people, ulul albab, they're people of pure thought, people of fikr, people who are in constant pondering, in tadabbur, in tafakkur, reflecting, contemplating, being introspective. And that's why when you grow up and bi'idhnillahi ta'ala become a parent, right? Beyond just enjoying the moment of having your own child, you go back and you say, wow, subhanallah, what my parents did for me that I don't remember, right? So you have to feel a sense of gratitude, be humbled by the blessings of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala upon you and what people show you. So shukur bil qalb, you have to feel it. And then shukur bil lisan. And then to thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and to thank the people in your life, to be constant in doing so. You know, so many times people who are not very nice with their tongues, especially to their family, they say, I show my love. I show my love. Well, guess what? You will not show love to the people around you more so than the Messenger But he was still frequent in thanking people, in expressing that gratitude. And so don't just say that, well, my actions speak louder than my words. Let your actions speak louder than your very loud words of gratitude as well. So let your actions be louder, but let your words of gratitude be loud as well, not in terms of the volume of our voices, but in terms of the way that you speak to people. And then number three is with your deeds, right? And you think about this even with, with iman, with faith, right? Tasdiq, the truth of something is shown by confirming deeds. Act, O people of David, in a way of gratitude. We look at our Prophet Dawood, who Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala blessed with so much. What did he do? He used it to build, he used it to construct. And you know what? He was also a distinguished abid, a distinguished worshiper. What was the qiyam of Dawood like that the Prophet would praise it? What was the fasting of Dawood like that the Prophet would praise it? And what two acts of worship? Confirm gratitude to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala more than fasting and qiyamul layl, which are the two most prominent deeds that we do in the month of Ramadan. Dawood is an example of gratitude, right? He took the blessings that Allah gave him, he thanked Allah for them, and then he used those blessings to be a blessing to the world. SubhanAllah, you connect these three things, and what you find are multiple ahadith, multiple narrations. When you feel something, when you speak of it, when you use your words to confirm what you're feeling, and then when your deeds confirm that. The Messenger وسلم, said an authentic hadith from Jabir ibn Abdullah, whoever has something good done for them from someone, then compensate, respond in like manner. When you say, may Allah compensate you with good. Jaza, may Allah reward you with good. Try to repay the favor. Try to be someone who's giving back to those that are giving to you. That's responding in like manner. And the Prophet said, And if you can't find something to give in return, then let your words of gratitude and praise be there. Right? And then if you do so, when you're at least grateful, saying Jazakallahu Khaira, praising that person, thanking them, at least then you would have thanked them sufficiently. And if you instead, man katamahu, faqad kafara, right? When you're someone who just conceals it, then you're someone who is not showing gratitude at all. So again, we show it, we feel it, right? And those things have to be connected. Someone will be able to tell when your gratitude is insincere. Right? It's just like, وَإِذَا قَامُوا إِلَى الصَّلَاةِ قَامُوا كُسَالَةِ The hypocrites pray as well. 
but the way they pray is so lazy and sluggish, right? So your words, Jazakallahu khaira, thank you, I appreciate you. You know, it's like the difference between a, a text message, we're all going to get the spam Eid messages, we already have spam, some of you sent me spam Ramadan messages, and I know you sent it to each other, Ramadan Mubarak, you know what, but thank you for that as well, at least you, at least you uh, put me on your broadcast list, right? But the difference between that and Jazakallahu khaira, Ramadan Mubarak, Eid Mubarak, a phone call or someone in person talking to someone and thanking them. So the first thing of shukr is once again, with your heart, with your tongue, with your deeds. The second thing I want you to remember is that shukr is for the little things and the big things, the small and the large. There's a statement that's attributed to our Prophet ﷺ that is authentic due to corroborating evidence, which is, مَن لَا يَشْكُرِ الْقَلِيلِ لَا يَشْكُرِ الْكَثِيرِ Whoever is not grateful for the little things is not going to be grateful for the large things. You know, it's just like sabr. If you don't learn to be patient with small annoyances in life, how are you going to be patient with a major trial that comes to you? So the believer is grateful for the small things, and shukur magnifies the blessing. When you respond to someone who does something for you, you magnify it, right? Make the small gifts that someone gave you big things. Show them that you really appreciate it. And that is something, subhanAllah, that's going to make the person happy that they gave you and want to give you more, right? and want to keep on doing for you. It's what increases love in a, in a marriage, by the way, as well. Increase in shukr within your families. Increase in shukr amongst your friends. Don't just disregard something when someone does something for you. And the third thing, dear brothers and sisters, is that I forgot what I was talking about. So I said shukr. <laughs> this is what happens when you do the on-the-spot khatiras, right? So I said the first thing is shukr with heart, with tongue, and with deeds. The second thing is shukr is with uh, quantities. The third thing, Allahumma salli wa sallam ala Muhammad. Shukr shows over time. Shukr shows over time. And this is inshallah ta'ala where I'll end off. We admire our Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. We love our Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. When we talk about him, we feel embarrassed and shy that we can't live up to his example. But subhanallah, the way that shukr shows over time is through al-wafa, as the scholars say, loyalty. Loyalty, remembering the blessings later on when other people would have moved on and forgotten them. And we see this in every way with parents. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, six decades later, you know, humbling himself to Halima Sa'diyah, radiallahu ta'ala anha, spreading out his garment for her or for Shayma, his, his sister, uh, foster sister, radiallahu ta'ala anha. Or uh, with Umm Ayman, radiallahu anha, right? The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, still humbling himself the way a child with to their parent and remembering those blessings. Well, what happens to us later on in life when our parents become older and dependent upon us? You know, look at the example of the Prophet ﷺ. Much later on, he still remembered. That's shukur, which translates into wafa, loyalty over the long term. With our spouses, Khadija radiallahu ta'ala anha, right? When the Prophet ﷺ later on in life continued to, 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 to give on her behalf, continued to praise her, continued to make mention of her, continued to make dua for her, continued to long for her, not just after she became a very old and weak woman in his lifetime, right? After she gave her best years to him, but after she passed away even. How could I not do that? She believed in me when no one believed in me. She spent on me, no one else was spending on me. So the Prophet much later on is still remembering that. And so how are we with our spouses? The Prophet with his friend Abu Bakr radiallahu anhu. When Rasulullah passed away, he had over 100,000 companions. Think about that. 
over 100,000 Sahaba. But when Abu Bakr radiallahu anhu, his first Sahabi, walked into the room, you still knew it was Abu Bakr radiallahu anhu. And when the Prophet said, close all these gates when he was passing away, he said, I have repaid everyone except for Abu Bakr. I can't repay him. Leave his gate open. Subhanallah. So Abu Bakr radiallahu anhu was number one when he was one, and he was number one when they were over 100,000. How are we with our old friends? How are we with those who were there for us in our lonely times, who took care of us? And much, much later on, even if we don't need them anymore, we still show them gratitude. Lastly, subhanAllah, even with non-Muslims, even with supporters, Mut'im ibn Adi, very famous story, which I'm not going to get into right now, with the Prophet mentioning a non-Muslim supporter later on in khair, in good, and saying that he would repay the favor if he was still alive. Right? He would repay the favor if he was still alive. How are we with those people who were there for us in our hard times, even if they're not Muslim, they're not believers, they're not Abu Bakr radiallahu ta'ala anhu in terms of their belief. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make us from ash-shakireen. Allahumma ja'alna min ash-shakireen. Oh Allah, make us from those who are grateful to you and grateful to our parents and grateful to the people in our lives. We end with the dua that we learned from Sulaiman alayhi salam. Oh my Lord, expand me so that I can properly thank you for the blessings that you have given to me through my parents or through anyone else and those of course that are independent of people as vehicles. Allahumma ameen. Jazakumullahu khayra. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. إِنَّ الْمُسْلِمِينَ وَالْمُسْلِمَاتِ وَالْمُؤْمِنِينَ وَالْمُؤْمِنَاتِ وَالْقَانِتِينَ وَالْقَانِتَاتِ وَالصَّادِقِينَ وَالصَّادِقَاتِ وَالصَّابِرِينَ وَالصَّابِرَاتِ وَالْخَاشِعِينَ وَالْخَاشِعَاتِ والخاشعين والخاشعات والمتصدقين والمتصدقات والصائمين والصائمات والحافظين فروجهم والحافظات والذاكرين الله كثيرا والذاكرات أعد الله لهم مغفرة وأجرا عظيما